Hello there, and thanks for joining me in the uh, podcast today. How do you talk to a person who holds an opposite point of view than you? Political points of view can be sharply different. How do you talk to a person who holds a political viewpoint that you don't agree with and is sharply different from your thinking and your experience? How do you talk to somebody of a religious background that has a very different orientation than you? Or a different educational level or a different area of interest or education or study or whatever it might be? How do you talk to somebody who is dramatically, dramatically different from you? Well, some years back, a book was written by Ann Coulter, How to Talk to a Liberal. You know, it isn't a book necessarily that conservatives have to read and learn how to talk to a liberal. It's how do you talk to somebody different from yourself? Her points of view were very instructive and helpful, and helpful to me, because throughout the course of my day as a clinical psychologist and seeing people all day long, many of which have different points of view than I hold, I have to learn how to speak to them and with them and be helpful to them in their thinking and in their lifestyle and in their behavior patterns and relationships and so on. It all comes down to this issue. How do you speak truth in love? How do you listen to truth in love? That's the perspective that we need to kind of hold on to. Let me give you a couple points. Uh, Maybe this will be helpful to you as you deal with people in your life who hold a different point of view than you. Now, you want to be helpful, number one. You want to be helpful and constructive when discussing anything with a person who holds up an opinion different from yourself. In other words, you listen for common ground. That's number one. Listen for common ground. People listen and can become quite open uh, to critique when they feel understood. So first of all, you got to find common ground, which means you have to listen, you have to find common ground, you have to find some area of being mutually understood. So you don't talk, you listen for that point uh, that is expressed with which you can say, yes, we have common ground on that. Those points of agreement, whatever they might be, however large or however small they might be. It isn't what divides us, but what brings us together. That's common ground. Okay, that's number one. You listen for common ground, something you can agree with or something that you can at least have some feeling of acceptance and not be opposed to it so dramatically. Okay, here's number two. Don't respond. Listen for the purpose of understanding, not for the purpose of arguing or debating. You don't respond to people as they talk. I look at it as kind of like a winding clock of some kind. you got to let the clock unwind before you can set it, before you can deal with it. And I think that's with people too. Let them talk. Let them unwind. Let them say what they want to say. Let them tell you their story, their point of view, their opinion. You listen. Real listening means keeping your mouth shut, isn't it? It's resisting that urge to interrupt. It's the idea of thinking about what people are actually saying as they speak. By truly listening, you can learn something new. And you can help yourself and you may be able to help the other person. You may be able to help the other person hear what you have to say when it's your turn to talk. Because you granted them the respect of listening to their point of view. Okay, that's number two. Don't respond, just listen. Now, the third point is dealing with 
controversial issues. When you deal with somebody who has a different point of view, of course you're going to have very strong oppositional tendencies and feelings and you want to say something that is oppositional or that is contrary. You want to represent your own point of view. Sometimes the best thing to do is not share your point of view at all. Don't share your opinion at all. Become teachable. And somebody else will feel that you love them or you care for them or that you're respectful. And maybe they'll then listen when it's your turn to talk whenever that is. So sometimes the best thing to do is to let someone share their point of view and save your opinion for another day. Okay, here's number four. Very critical. Don't be rude. Don't be sarcastic. Don't be argumentative. Today we live in a society that values comebacks. Comebacks over honesty and courtesy and kindness. You know, in our society today, we applaud the guy with the last word. But you know what somebody has said? No one has ever been argued into a change of heart. The moment a conversation turns argumentative and we start making fun at the expense of someone else, the chances of convincing that person or ever having that person listen to your point of view drops dramatically. And here's number five. Give grace, particularly when communicating online. In addition to not being mean when communicating online, we need to be intentionally purpose-driven about giving grace and giving space to other people. Let them speak. Let them have their point of view. Let them express their point of view in written posts or even in verbal format, whatever. Be kinder and more understanding than they may be to you. And then the last point, number six, is just keep your humility. Keep your empathy. Just keep control of yourself. Keep control of your emotions. Be humble. You want to listen. Be teachable. Be open. Look for the opportunity when you can comment. But the importance is listening and asking for more information, getting more information, learning more about the point of view of the person to whom you're speaking. Spend more time doing that, more energy doing that, than trying to change their point of view to whatever your point of view is and what you want to say. So when you're talking to people who hold a different point of view, you're the learner. Be teachable. Be open. Be humble. Your day will come. Your opportunity will come when you can speak. And it may not be today. It may be later sometime. Look for that opportunity. But today may be your day of listening and learning. Sometime in the future may be your day of speaking and teaching. Separate those two out. Never think that when you get into an argument with somebody, that you can turn that argument into a teaching point of view for yourself and for your own point of view. Nope. It doesn't work that way. Anyway, thanks for joining me. And uh, this is an important topic of how to deal with people from a different point of view than ourselves. Learn to do it. Don't avoid it. That's what we tend to do. Because it's uncomfortable. It's tough. So we tend to avoid these kind of situations. No, don't do that. Be the listener. Be open. Just ask for more information. And learn point of view of the person with whom you're speaking and the group of philosophies that that person represents. So you can do it. It's a fun experience. Not one that you need to dread if you know how to handle it. Hopefully these points are helpful to you. Anyway, let me refer you to my uh, book, Living Life. Let me refer you to my book, Lessons from My Father. Great book. Great opportunity to learn from another generation, from other people, whether you agree with them or not, but opportunities to learn from others. Maybe you'll pick up something there that would be very helpful to you as you live your life. Lessons from My Father www.booksbyhedberg.com 
Amazon, Barnes & Noble, bookstores, my website was one place to get it, www.booksbyhedberg.com. Bye-bye.